0: Welcome to Modern Day Economics, where we have in-depth discussions on economic issues and events that affect our families and communities here in the United States and globally. So today we're gonna talk about a little bit more about the question of, are we in recession? Are we not in recession? And uh, what does it mean? And what is the impact of those quote unquote, good job numbers that some utilize as an argument? To say that we maybe are not in a recession. Well, let's think about this for a minute and and analyze it for a second here. If we have a GDP that has declined for two consecutive quarters, that meets the traditional definition of recession. So that is one side of it. The economy is contracting. That is something that no one can deny. Um, but some out there say that we have good jobs numbers. Okay, well, um, that that's interesting to consider. So let's let's look at it a little bit further. So we also have a period of time uh, at present that has high inflation, and we have the average U.S. household income going up at a rate that is lesser than inflation. So if we have individuals and families that maybe are employed, maybe at a rate that is a little bit higher than in a traditional recession, but these same individuals, the ones that do have jobs, have a harder and harder time each month of making ends meet and being able to to make it to the end of the month or really purchase basic goods and services Is this really that much better of an outcome or scenario? Let's think about this, ladies and gentlemen. If you have eight people employed and two unemployed, but those eight people are able to make it to the end of the month. Is it that much better than having 10 people employed, but all 10 are struggling? I don't know. This is a question that I raise to the audience. I just raise the questions and you decide some would say that it's not that much better of an outcome some would say that if we continue to have these types of inflationary pressures in an environment with contracting gdp where people are able to purchase less and less and less goods and services many times basic goods and services such as rent such as gasoline such as food Clothing, et etc. Et if they're able to purchase less and less and less of that, well, that's not necessarily a good outcome, regardless of how many people are employed on a percentage basis. If they're having a significant decrease in their standard of living progressively, that is not necessarily positive news. So keep this in mind as continue to hear this type of news also take into consideration that we're close to an election cycle um, so that may some say out there that that may affect the type of news that you see in the media um, so we just give you the information and let you decide um, but something to keep in mind and consider to say the least if you have people That are able to purchase less and less and less goods and services with the amount of income that they have well maybe that is not as good of an outcome as some are being led to believe in addition to this let's let's take a minute to think about who really benefits during inflation right so is it the individuals that have salaries that are adjusted for the consumer price index, and many times go up above at a go up at a rate that is lower than the consumer price index, or is it those individuals that have variable incomes, such as dividend payments, um, when you are a business owner and you pay yourself dividends that go up with the rate of inflation, or above, even in some cases, or rental property with rents that are increasing with the rent of the rate of inflation or above that in some cases as well. It's the second type of individuals, those that have a variable income that goes up with or above inflation. And this really causes a gap between the rich and the poor. If you look at history, how this plays out, that's typically what happens. So a lot of times, um, The problem is that a lot of well-intentioned policies uh, to help the poor and middle class end up being inflationary as they result in money printing or other forms of inflationary pressures, and that creates a further gap between the rich and the poor that further hurts the very people you're trying to help. So please keep this in mind um, when you analyze the information, when you analyze the data. Thank you for listening to Modern Day Economics. Stay tuned for more economic events and information. Check us out at ModernDayEconomics.com.